Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of People of the World, Zight Up Your Life. life. That is courtesy of Miles's brain. That that song did not quite get recorded in mine. I I do remember it, though. Hold tight. Or whatever the words were. I thought the Spice Girls came in so hot with Wannabe. Such a great song. And then I just, I, I feel like they never reached those heights again. Oh, the words really are ha si ya, hold tight. I was just like, am I, you know, like you don't remember lyrics as yeah. a kid and you're like, oh, you just do phonetic so sounds. bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I re- there's a few where I saw lyrics like in like, you know, years later, I'm like, why? I almost wanted to exile myself just because I was like, I'm, I have nothing to offer this world if I couldn't even hear this basic, you know, right. string of words correctly. Yeah. And it's like, it's always, sometimes the thing that I had convinced myself it was is like, doesn't make sense, but I'm like, that's like poetic and interesting. And the actual meaning is just very like, makes sense. <laughs> and yeah. is like, uh, shows that they're good lyricists. And mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, y'all fucked up. You I mean, there's that the one biggie line is like, uh, smoking law and optimos. I thought he says smoking lime optimos. And Optimo, like cigars, use roll blunts in. And I was always, we'd always be looking for lime Optimos. <laughs> you got the limes? Yeah, you they're like, the lime what? One? They only, we got peach in the regular. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we'll take peach then, bro. <laughs> We're out of here. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I think he he's lied. actually saying they're smoking la in Optimos. And I'm like, fuck, what am I even doing here? I'm sorry, Christopher Wallace. Um, Anyways, uh, you're Miles. I'm yep. Jack. Here are some of the things that are trending. Starbucks is mm-hmm. trending because they they were like, well, the Supreme Court said we didn't have to do it, so we're good on vaccine requirements. Uh, brave. Brave. Which is cool. Which is so funny. Like, it, it's so odd where it's like, oh, yeah, we didn't, we're only going to, it's again, because many companies are doing this. Uh, it's just like, we were only going to do what's right to keep our workers safe. Like if it was the law, but if it's right. optional, you damn right. We don't give a fuck about y'all. We saw that what happened to Carhartt. You, you think that's what <laughs> we want that to be us. So yeah, you got a lot of people like, it's just funny. like this week, Carhartt uh, fucking conservatives, like I'm done with it. And now you got these like libs who are like Starbucks is terrible. It's like, this is, did you see the union stuff first? Mm. but okay sure culture war culture war culture war culture war (laughs) it is fucked up that uh workers can't be protected unless uh unless there's a law in place almost like they should unionize yeah huh Huh. interesting well i guess that's the answer Um, uh russia is trending everybody seems to think they're gonna invade uh ukraine like the uk is actively supplying weapons to the ukraine yeah, so canada too yeah it's it seems Everybody. like there's uh we're on the brink of open war between russia and the west i i haven't done a lot of research on this but is anyone entertaining the kind of theory that putin is just doing this because he's old and going <laughs> the to caddy die? take yeah <laughs> well he's like old and he like wants to wants to feel like he's made an impact like this is why we need to get rid of leaders over the age of like 60 because then they they're just like fuck it there's no tomorrow like even if they're not actively openly thinking that there's a part of their brain that's right. like yeah well i mean what, it's definitely what do i care i there is something that feels like putin's reminiscing because a lot of like analysts and you know 
uh, onlooker observers in the region were like, it looks like Russia's trying to do a false flag to justify, uh, to create a pretext for an invasion of Ukraine. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, oh, false, don't fall for it. And then people were like, no, we never, we're not going to do nothing like that. We didn't, there's nothing like that would ever happen. But most people, I think, who have, who know Vladimir Putin's uh, background, they're like, no, 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 he, he, he likes a good false flag. Came in on one. Came in on one. Maybe he'll get taken out on one. But yeah, he he's gotten away with some false flags. I was always it was always something I was worried Trump would do. Maybe maybe second time around when he's got a little more uh, courage of his convictions, no longer right. cares what the mainstream media says about him. Maybe that's when he'll do the big false flag. Right. Um, but yeah, for people who don't know, Putin like consolidated power after like a bunch of quote terror attacks that like evidence points to were planned by him at, yeah and like set up uh by fsb him. yeah it's 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 pretty you can pretty light reading you can do there yeah yeah but yeah it is it is getting more tense and i mean you look at all the the forces at play there like whether it's like this gas pipeline and just there's just so many just so much hinges um on this region especially for like as russia sees their you know power uh sort of lying in that space and being able to keep as much of a buffer between them and you know nato allies and and that but yeah it's uh i don't know it's, we'll see we'll see definitely one of those things that you know as uh little as biden has accomplished it's we're probably uh in a much better situation having him in office than we would if it was if, trump and we yeah. were like backing the backing the invasion Oh yeah, they're like I can't believe I can't believe what they're doing in Ukraine. I mean, Putin has. That's why we're giving we're giving the Russians uh, all the weapons they need. You're like, yeah. what? Hold on, what <laughs> the fuck? Um, heat too. Yeah. I'm. You know, we're not we're not gonna do the electric boogaloo joke. It's over. No, nope. it's been done. It's been done. We'll merely reference it. We'll um, just reference how tired that joke is that I really wanted to make uh, that we because- can't help but honor the source material of break in two. <laughs> what's funny is most people have not seen break in two. They've maybe seen break in, but you got to be in, in it. Only the real heads watching break in two electric boogaloo. Um, yeah. and people have merely playing it. We were, some of us were born in the boogaloo, uh, the electric <laughs> boogaloo that is, uh, but yeah, Michael Mann and Meg Gardner are like, there's a novel that they're putting out heat Two, very cleverly. <laughs> named, Damn. Um, this August, <laughs> And it's basically saying like, here's what uh, we're just chronicling the characters like before and after the you know the the moment the, the the seminal scenes of the 1995 film. So okay, I guess I, think I, I know mean, what like, happened to Robert De Niro's character after he. Pretty clear, yeah. I guess it's about getting that prequel energy, and I'm sure too. If you're a good old uh, money maker for Hollywood, you're probably thinking like. Hey, uh, if I wrote a script for Heat 2, would y'all green light that? They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure. Right. Yeah. And Kilmer's character, you know, that's a that thread's still out there. Ashley Judd's character, she was pretty mm-hmm. cool. And Pacino just got running around screaming that people have great asses. Um, <laughs> and you got your head all the way all up. The way up. Um, <laughs> that was when... that. Was, that was when he he really was just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck anymore, yeah. guys. 
Sorry. He's like, yeah, I've been watching too much like Red Fox or something. <laughs> <laughs> Start bringing these into my roles. They're like, what, yeah, what's yeah. with all this twang, Al? Yeah. Gabrus, uh, Gabrus's podcast, Action Boys, uh, mm-hmm. which again, I recommend. I was listening to the Scarface episode and they have a theory that like his voice changed making Scarface because he was snorting all that was actually powdered milk. And he said like he had to, he had to like get his like all sorts of procedures and shit. Cause it fucked him up so bad. Oh, snorting like, cause it's like sinuses the, and yeah. throat were just caked in fucking powdered yeah. milk. And can you imagine like having your vocal cords like caked in powdered milk? Like that would, that would give you a real. Yeah. Uh, you think this is an effect? Yeah. I snorted seven kilos of powdered milk. When you go back and look at his performances in the 70s, he has a voice like a, a human and not right. like a, a cartoon rooster. Um, yeah. So, Interesting. Um, at anyways. that point, it's almost like regular cocaine may have been better for his voice. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I believe he was also doing a lot of that. So yeah. it's like, yo, why are we, why are we playing? Here? He's like, like, I got the post nasal drip. And I got a messed up voice because I was doing it all, all at once. Yeah. Um, this is new, though, like a director making a sequel as a novel. Like, I guess, has that happened? I'm trying to think. Dude, has it ever I'm been the like worst nailed? person to ask uh, yeah. about that. But all yeah. Right. <laughs> Guy, um, please, dude, don't fucking ask me, man. All right, man, I won't. <laughs> What's wrong, man? Are you all right? So, no, man. I'm not <laughs> good just at don't this fucking ask stuff, me about that man. shit. Just don't ask me about novelizations, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Jaws 2, the novelization. One of the great lost works of art. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk more sequels. And we're back and uh, Scream 5, uh, which we talked about, I think, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was apparently a big hit. Uh, Good for them. Yeah, shout out to Scream. Mm-hmm. I feel like that makes sense, you know, like as something that there would be like some nostalgia for. They did did yeah. a great job, and um, and there's know, like brought it back. There's there's no fucking like it's not even seasonal anymore. Like we're freaked out of our fucking minds year round, so it's not like you're like yeah, you probably do better like in the fall with like a spooky movie. And they're like, nah, man, let's just kick this year off on some fucking stabber shit. Yeah, that's the that's the good stuff. Hey, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power is going to be the name of uh, the series that Amazon is is already the most expensive series ever made. I think. Yikes! So we'll see. Because uh, you always want to put put the big bet on uh, remaking a thing that has already been made extremely well. Yeah. Right. Um, exactly. You know, it's like. But, and this news got me way more excited than I expected it to. Avatar 2 is coming this year. It is? This December, bro. What the fuck? December 2022. Avatar 2. Electric Bobo. And I'm I'm very excited. Like, I don't know why. But I I don't wait. I'm I don't, yeah, I'm not like angry, but part of my mind is almost like, man, that was so long ago. Like, I, I, I guess we can, we can keep going, uh, with Jake Sully 
and see where this goes. Is it still Jake Suli? Wow, that's a great question. That's, oh, yes. That's the mystery. Well, about we, Jake Suli and Neytiri have formed a family and are doing everything to stay together. However, however, they must leave their home and explore the regions of Pandora. Um, okay, when an ancient threat resurfaces, Jake must fight a difficult war against the humans. Okay, sounds like, <laughs> sounds like the first one a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just looks cool. Like those movies look cool and nobody's, nobody's done it better since I mean, it came out. So facts like the in theater experience of watching avatar in 3d. I've not, I've nothing's come close yeah. even like, and I've seen a few other 3d films and you know, remakes or whatever, like those really don't count, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll give them that one. I remember I saw avatar when it premiered when I was in Tokyo and man, everybody was fucked up after the, like, the, the whole shit was over because in Japan you stay till all the credits at, like run like out yeah. of respect for the for like the work like you do wow. not leave your seat when they're like they're like that's not the cue to leave it's like okay now you sit quietly and like process and then afterwards people were like oh my god yeah. I couldn't even yeah so you know I what just, yeah I am excited now one of the one of the only times I've watched a movie and noticed that my eyes were drying out because I wasn't blinking I was just like, whoa. Is um, that a thing? I don't know. I that's why I just it noticed clearly. it when I was watching that shit. I was like, eyes my peel. eyes are really dry. Why is this happening? Um and okay, I was crying, all right, the entire time. <laughs> it's just like Jake actually understood the Navi, like and not in like a problematic like colonizer way. It just was beautiful. It's also very interesting to me, like just as a like study in the zeitgeist as a movie that was so massive and nobody remember, like it had no cultural imprint. Like nobody like I, you know, you have your uh, Jamie's loft eye of the world, but uh, <laughs> otherwise, like not a lot of people dress up as avatar characters, like which you would expect for a movie that was that massive or like there would be like, you know. Yeah. people talking about it a little bit more i wonder but, if it's because like that's a difficult cosplay to put together you know what i mean yeah it's to true. look like one of the navi like you gotta that's a you have to have a physique for that uh which most people don't ha aren't seven feet tall with a, a 14 inch waist yeah there's only a few of us um james cameron <laughs> Jack, also you're in a waist trainer and shit trying to be, <laughs> get your navi <laughs> cosplay together this dude just like doesn't doesn't miss very much. Like even the Avatar ride was like apparently really is the best ride that a lot of people have been on. So, okay, you know okay. the fact that he's like really tripling down on he's like nah you there's more to do here uh, right makes me you know yeah I'll trust him something to think about. Um, other than his uh, Aquaman within the universe of the Entourage films, I, I was not as big a fan of that. But right. Kathy Griffin, uh, what, what's going on with her? Oh man, she's uh, she she's basically saying I'm I'm waiting to be released from Cancelvania. Please allow me to emerge and continue my career. Uh, she's this is from I think like a New York Times sort of blurb on it. She's seeking career a career rebirth since a Trump joke gone wrong in 2017 is asking. Who among the canceled gets a second chance and says she wants to, quote, get back to making people laugh. Uh, and then goes on to say more than anything else. That's what has been robbed from me. Hmm. I don't honestly, I don't. Um, canceling isn't a real thing. So if, 
I feel like you, you can get out there. But I get, though, too, that there might just be people who are like, Kathy Griffin, get out of here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah And you sure. might be the rare case because of misogyny where you find your 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 uh, career limited. Because turns yeah, out, women I mean, get Louis C.K. won a fucking Grammy, y'all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like the, yeah, the answer to the who among us gets a second chance it seems to be uh white dudes yeah seem to be good um and even then more dudes in general you know um yeah but i mean like yeah i don't like even when it happened i think that was when were we doing the show when that when that that yeah we did that whole episode where we were you know devastated and wondering like what what about baron what if he sees that and thinks right exactly she really cut his dad's head off and he just found out about it in this picture on a magazine that not a lot of yeah. people read. You know? Exactly. Let's. Uh, we should, we need to, we need six to foot care. seven. Uh, poor child. Is he? Is um, he that tall now? I don't know. That's what he looks like. I mean, because what he was like fucking fourteen or some shit, right? Like a couple years right. ago. So. Yeah, we're all googling it. Folks. Oh my god, he's six seven. Is he really? Wow. Wow, Jackie. Nailed wow, it. Jackie boy. <laughs> I just. He gives off six seven vibes. He's like got. I, is Greg from Succession six seven? That that's mm. also that's another person who lands in my brain as six seven. Yeah, let's see. He is six seven. Boom. <laughs> so you're using the I Greg just, Hirsch. It's such the a Greg weird, Hirsch scale. Such a weird uh, superpower I have. I just know when someone's six seven, even if I haven't seen them uh, in in ages. I'm right, like, but if it's like a, a basketball, if a basketball player, you're like, ah, mm, <laughs> an alarm just goes off one. in the back, huh? I think Five, Baron, did, I think Baron just hit six seven. Um. Anyways, yeah, th- this is like part of a. Well, we'll probably talk at some point the Joss Whedon thing. I just haven't had a chance to read the article. Figure out how you're gonna like defend the, him. The taking apart, uh, the takedown of Joss Whedon, uh, because I don't want to read it is the main reason I haven't had the time to do it. But, uh, you know, it, it seems like that's that's a thing that's happening. It's like, what went wrong? Yeah, he. Um, I mean, it's been pretty clear. I mean, the, the stories have been coming out pretty steadily at this point where you're like, oh, yeah, Joss Whedon, trash, man. And then finally, uh Ben Simmons is trending again because we're we're nearing the trade deadline and it seems like there's some deals that people are reporting the Sixers find interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one deal was with the Hawks, but that one seems to have gone away. But they, they got to make this trade because they're also throwing like the person who's supposed to be their second best player, Tobias Harris, in there. Right. But like I, I think the front office and coaching staff maybe is out on him being like a franchise player, and so that that's going to be bad for mor- morale. Uh, yeah, Daryl Morale uh, <laughs> is their GM. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the the Kings one is interesting. It would be um, the Buddy Sacramento Hill. Kings uh, trading. Uh, ben Simmons and Tobias Harris to the Kings for uh, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy mm-hmm. Heald, and Harrison mm-hmm. Barnes. Uh, De'Aaron Fox mm-hmm. is uh, a very good open court point guard, but he's not really a half court player. It doesn't yeah. seem like. And uh, I'm also seeing that it would be also Matisse Thybulle also, potentially. Well, that that would be absolutely like 
unforgivable if they yeah that i was good. gonna say i'm like this doesn't look good at all but yeah i could see simmons and simmons and harris are both like you know simmons is good in the analytics uh but harris is like not you know he's not a top player when you look at like the basketball analytics fox is really not uh enjoyed by the analytics folks but he healed like so he they like don't even play him anymore really like he's just like a he's he would be a toss in in that like shooters are great but like you need to be able to do other stuff and like sometimes he gets hot and like will hit nine threes but um and then Harrison Barnes, I think, is underrated, like the big piece that could really help them. But he's had a bad season, so I don't know. It's like, do you have to make a trade? I feel like before I didn't think you had to, but now that they're throwing Tobias Harrison, like that, that's going to hurt morale for this season if they don't make a trade. And right. they're not doing anything if they don't make a trade anyways. They're At this like, point, what is the process that we're trusting? Right, exactly. Like how and where... because. I, I can only imagine when you have a star player that then becomes a toxic asset, like the, how you play that is really fucking important uh, to like the future of the franchise. So, Hey man, I'm just glad I'm in this like disaster zone called the Lakers uh, mm-hmm. where we can't buy ourselves out of a, a pit of despair. <laughs> so yeah. This is kind of fun to watch maybe. <laughs> well, it seems like the Lakers are going to, Get rid of their coach who they won a championship with. And yeah, I'm not. And look, I'm not the biggest Vogel like protector, but I don't, I'm not sure that's really is the solution. Like it, it's, but I guess it's easy to sort of like blame a lot of the personnel decisions uh, and say like, I don't know, man, he just, he can't get it done. And I get, he's been rigid with some of the lineups and like, you're even looking at statistics, like why keep playing this group? Like Mm. on paper, statistically, you get a completely different thing. Um, but I'm not a coach. I'm just a fan who saw knew that this season was going to be an L the second all these fucking names started amassing around the crypto.com yeah. arena. The Westbrook thing is, you know, the the thing that the franchise isn't going to be able to recover from. Uh, no. And yeah, I mean, the the combination of Laker fan expectations being like a championship every season. It seems like like mm-hmm. the you have a one year buffer and then like if you're not winning, you're out. Um, and the fact that they made one of probably the worst trade of the offseason. Because uh, the yo, the <laughs> they they got rid of. So like all the people that they dealt players to Caruso, right. uh, Kuzma. So Caruso went to the Bulls. The mm-hmm. Bulls are vastly overperforming. Uh, Kuzma went to the Wizards. Wizards. They're overperforming, and he's like the best player on their team or up there. Um, it's, it's really like Lonzo. Just couldn't have there's been a, a worse there's a lot of deal. players that we dished out. We're like they're performing now. But- yeah, I mean Lonzo, I can't. I can't. You know, you got Anthony Davis. Like you, you have to. Yeah, yeah. That, no, of course. But, I'm not saying that 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 went wrong, but we definitely ooh. we were dealing. We had some talent too that we were using to leverage other trades. But then at the same time, you're like, was it worth those things? And as much as I like Austin Reeves, I I, I would have liked you know Bald Mamba still on the team. Hey, but we got Talon Horton Tucker, man. <laughs> and that's what matters. <laughs> um, 
All right. Well, that is going to do it for this uh, Wednesday afternoon. We are yep. back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Wear yep. a mask. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. Mm-mm. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye.